not many years ago, I'm not that old, I'm 49, seems like a long time, but I'm a young man, I'm struggling, I'm in my 20s, I'm in my 20, I don't know, 20s, when I, I was raised rather poor, um, with no sense of, of finances, there was no one in my life who was like rich, or, you know, I use that term loosely, I mean, you know, when I, if you hear me use the term rich, I'm talking about they have more than they need. Like they could be generous. They drive a nice car. They live in a nice house. They can give to people. Like they live a life on, on purpose. It's not a struggle. It's not day to day. They, they're seeing the big picture. One of the 10 pillars of success, right? See the big picture. Was it pillar seven? Um, you know, I stay hung up on pillar one and 10. One, how you think is everything. Pillar 10 take full responsibility. And basically that's the universal code. You know, remember Jesus said, what, what was it? Love your neighbor, love God. Boom. Sums up the Bible. You don't even need to read the middle. If you go around loving everyone and love God, like then you're going to treat everyone right. You don't need the rules. If you treat people with love, you don't need the rules. Right. And so some things can be simplified. We can do this in the stock market, buy low, sell high. Like the shit's not complicated. It's when we begin bring our intellect into this that things get fuzzy and confusing. Well, what is low and what is high? And you know, what does it mean to love your neighbor? Like, well, what if they said bad things? Like, we begin to complicate what is a simple process. The universe is ordered and simplified. We then begin to mess it up and make it more complicated. But one of the great things about this wonderful universe that we live in, that none of us has to be born into, but here we find ourselves, is the way that it reaches out to us. See, I believe that we're all connected somehow, and I can't explain it. I'm not a scientist, and I'm not an overly religious person, but I can't deny what I've, what's happened to me and what I've seen. And it's this idea that what I think about has materialized in my life. The more that I would focus on the stock market, the more stocks I seem to end up owning. The more that I focused on my lawn care business and did it day in, day out, the more yards I seem to mow, right? So the more I began to focus on making more money or cutting my debt or you know whatever it was, good or bad, if you sit around focusing on sex all the time, you're gonna invite and attract all those things, whether good or bad, drugs. We are the only people who can program our minds. Like you could literally just decide tomorrow, I will get in the best shape of my fucking life, period. And if you begin to devote an hour to two hours every single day, day after day after day, push-ups, reps, working out, cardio, eating, guess what happens in a year? You're a new you. That same concept, that same ferocity, you could apply to your finances. You could decide starting today, no more bullshit, to become fully accountable, to understand this idea that money is your mind and your heart. You're fucking broke because you're spiritually broke. Period. Money is spiritual. And if you're broke right now, it's because inside of you, you're broke. Both mentally and physically. And the moment you... That's pillar 10. Take full responsibility. It's fixed. You will begin to cause a chain reaction in the universe. People you don't even know will become to come into your life and to sow seeds and point you in the right direction and to tell you what you need to hear and to give you the right book and to show you the right course of action and they'll become customers and they'll find jobs for you. Like these, this chain reaction begins to happen the moment 
you take full responsibility for where you're at. Like where I'm at right now is my fault. And you know what? Truth be told, I'm not happy with where I'm at. I'm actually kind of fucking pissed, if I was to be honest. And other people would look at it and say, well, you've, you've, done, you've done pretty well, dude. No, I haven't. If I could share with you how many times I've messed up, the things that I got wrong, the clients that I argued with who I shouldn't have argued with who then lost me tens of thousands in the future, people that I hung out with that I shouldn't have hung out with, stocks that I bought that I knew I shouldn't have bought. Like I could just show you things I, things I could have done I didn't do, just filled with those, just filled of them. And your life too, I promise you. The reason I share that is if you look at what I'm doing, if you've read my books, and you're like, wow, it seems like this guy's got it together. Bro, it's a battle. <laughs> every day I battle the demons. There's three keys to a successful life, health, wealth, and mindset. And every fucking day I battle all three of these. Heavy's the head that wears the crown. You've heard me say this. You have to begin to see yourself as a king of your own kingdom. You run this empire. You're held accountable. You're responsible. And that weight is heavy, but it's the reality of that weight. It's the acceptance of that responsibility that gives you the power to move forward. Powerful stuff, man. It's bigger than I can explain. And I, God, if I, could, if I could just wish myself to have one skill, one ability, it would be able to how to communicate this message to the world because it's essential because ultimately I'm talking to me. You know how I got a lot of stocks? I began to teach stocks. Because what you think about, what you talk about, what you put into the universe, what you sow into other people comes back to you. It's a universal principle. If you don't have to be a Christian, these, these books, like when they write these books, like Buddhism and more, you know, even I'm assuming Mormonism, I don't know a lot about that, but like uh, 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 Islam, like they put why shit in there. Like they put things that just, appear to be real like if you plant a seed it grows a tomato that has a bazillion seeds and so they look at that and go wow uh the the law of harvesting you know har you know planting and harvesting like these concepts these are just universal principles that apply the same in china as they do in saudi arabia so along in my life people began to appear and books began to appear i would like i credit taking the opportunity to join and be involved in network marketing, even though I lost money, I didn't do well at it. I credit that with putting me on a path of this entrepreneurship. I wanted to be an entrepreneur and it, it, it put me on a path and it had me read the book, uh, 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 uh the power of the subconscious mind by Joe, Dr. Joe Murray, Murray, right? That book, that book ultimately led to me having the courage to start my lawn care business, which then ultimately led me to the book, The Master Key, and led me to the book, The Science of Getting Rich, and led me to the book, Think and Grow Rich, and all of these things, and led me to, okay, I need to learn how to sell, and then I could, okay, I get this little bit of courage, and I build a website, and guess what? That hits, and I make a bunch of money. And then that gives me that then now I have money, and I realize, oh, the 10 pillars of success, I'm personally responsible. Now what do I do with it? See, so all of these things begin to play and through a series of failures or what I like to call falling forward fast, you're falling, it's a failure, fuck, but you're falling, you learn through the process. 
And through the failure, not making money in MLM. This is what pisses me off when I hear people say, oh, it's a scam. Nobody makes money. Yeah, because you're too fucking stupid to learn the lessons. The lesson isn't that you made money in the business. The lesson is what they taught you in the business. Self-confidence, sailing, what books to read. See what I'm saying? And people miss that because they're low-functioning human beings. They stay on the surface level. It's me, me, me. And they don't get it. They don't get the reason they're not good at investing in stocks and if they're trader trading. It's because why? Because they don't have any courage. They trade in fear. They don't understand this stuff is spiritual. Your money's a reflection of your mind and your heart. I got a bootleg copy in the mail of the master key. And to be honest, <clears throat> this book is tough. But chapter one is, is it. If you only read one chapter in the book, the, the master key, read chapter one. That's it. It's all you need, man. The rest gets really difficult. But chapter one summarizes the, how it all works. That everything begins in the mind. And what you hold in the mind will manifest in the physical. That's it. That's so simple. Most people agree with that, right? You ever heard the idea of the Moses Code? Go, go Google it. It's a, eh, it's a little esoteric. A little, little esoteric. But it's kind of cool. I am. The Moses Code is about the concept I am. It goes back to the Bible when God uh, uh, Moses said to God, well, he said, hey, you need to go to the people of Israel and tell them this, this, and this. And he says, eh, okay, but on what authority? What should I tell them? And he said, tell them I am sent you. In other words, I'm so fucking big, you guys can't even comprehend it. I am. I am everything. That's what he was saying. The Moses Code applies to you. See, all of these books, As a Man Thinketh, Think and Grow Rich, Science of Getting Rich, The Master Key, and the list goes on and on. There's tons of these books. I have hundreds. I have hundreds of these books. They ultimately, I've written five of them. I wrote a book called The Mentalist, The Art of, of Mental Persuasion that I used in my marketing business. And I used to sell it for $99. Now, you know, it's not, I don't sell it anymore, but it, it, it was the summarization of what I got out of all of these mindset thoughts books. But what these books taught me was simple. Each of those success books, mind books, actually, you have, you know, most success, but really, it's really about the mind, right? Were teaching me about the power of the subconscious and how, if I learn to command myself through speaking the word I am, like I am responsible, pillar number 10, how I think is everything, pillar number one, right? That I am which is really your subconscious mind, then you will learn how to become a law unto yourself. You may have heard me talk about this idea of the law unto yourself and other recordings on the podcast. And the subsequent payoff is a life directed by you versus a life lived under circumstances and a life commanded and directed by other people. I used to tell my son this phrase, what you fail to control will be controlled by someone else. If you fail to control your time, make yourself get up, make yourself go to work, guess what happens? You end up in prison. Prison was just full of people who just couldn't use a fucking alarm clock. That's what I figured out. And so they couldn't get up on time, so they couldn't have a job. And when you don't have a job, you got to turn to crime. Most of them, if they'd had a shit ton of money, wouldn't be criminals. The reason they're criminals and the reason they're in prison is they needed money. 
See, the reflection of your money is where your mind and your heart is. Prison is just full of people who couldn't pro program themselves. They couldn't program themselves. Now, some of them are just diabolical criminals, and they did program themselves, and they knew exactly what they're doing. I'm talking about the average person sitting in, you know, maybe 10% of the person population are truly you know, bad people who need to be there because they started out with the purpose of being criminals. Most people are in there because, well, they needed money, period. That was what it was about. And they were unable to discipline or control themselves like normal human beings to get up and go to work and do what they needed to do. So they took shortcuts and they end up in prison. What you fail to control will be controlled by someone else. Fail to control your, your investing. Don't build the dividend portfolio. Don't spend time on it. Guess what? You get controlled by the government. They give you a social security check. You can live on that. What you fail to control will ultimately be controlled by someone else. So fail to control your finances, then you can live on the government. And guess what? Then you can be the one complaining. I hear it every day. They don't give you enough on Social Security to survive. No shit. It was never intended to be that way. But you fail to control your finances. So now you get to live on that. And that's the ugly truth. And it feels bad to say that because you're talking to an elderly person who's past the point of being able to fix it. I talk to them every day. Literally, in my primary business, I talk to people in their 60s and 70s. See, I think in your 60s, you can still fix it. But you get up into your 70s and stuff. You know, you're talking to an 80-year-old broke man. What am I going to do? I can't advise him. I can't tell him, yeah, well, shouldn't have wasted all your Like, you see what I'm saying? That you're just an asshole at that point. So I can't help him. But I can tell an 18-year-old, 20, 40, 30, you know. However, to properly speak and command your subconscious mind, you have to use words. So looking back upon all of this, all I did was verbally brainwash myself to the point where what I spoke about came about. And you've heard me say that. What, I, what you think about comes about. What you focus on grows. The poor do it all the time. All they do all day, every day is complain about what they don't have. And they literally speak more poverty into themselves. Words can either heal or hurt. And words are life. Whatever you when whatever you've asked your employer to pay you, they did. The job you got, you applied for. <laughs> and guess what? They paid you. And so sometimes people, ah, oh, this job sucks, doesn't pay much. Then why did you ask for it? You're gonna get the things you asked for. You wanted a wife, you got a wife. You're the one that didn't want the one you really wanted, right? And so all of these things come down to a series of decisions. And the moment we accept responsibility, pillar number 10, and take full responsibility, guess what? You now have power to fix it. The way you fix poverty is realize that you're in fucking poverty because you chose to be there. Decisions you made. And the moment you realize that, that gives you the power to fix it. Words are life. Because all, because all that you fiercely say that you are is all that you'll ever get. What you say you are, you are. All I did was begin to ask for more money. See, all of the money that you want is in the pockets, purses, wallets, checkbooks, credit cards of other people. Other people. If you listen closely to me on any of my recordings or conference calls or you know even within 
my book, you'll watch me demonstrate, or if you follow me on Instagram or YouTube, you'll see me speak increase, not only into other people, but into myself. Like when I teach on there, when I teach the money flow, the bucket, I'm talking to me. When I rail on you shouldn't have debt, I'm reminding me. <laughs> Get it? I do this compulsively. What I do is who I am, and who I am is all that I ever do, and it's what exactly I, how I make my living it, it, I, with, with what I, you know? It's exactly how I make my living, or maybe we could say loving, by do, you know, I do what I love to do. My word is my business, and just as your word is also your business, and my word is also my prayer into myself, and my words bless me. I mean, remember I said we're all somewhat connected, and this idea in the book, The Science of Getting Rich, that formless substance, that place where prayers go. I don't know where the fuck that place is. I can't explain it. I'm not some overly religious guy. I don't go around beating, like, you know, sometimes I get people, if you don't know, my son's a makeup artist. He's a guy putting on fucking makeup. Now, if you've ever met me, I'm as opposite of that as you could possibly be. I look like a fucking lumberjack most of the time. Uh, I'm often, you know, my family say you look homeless. Yeah, it's called work, bitches. Like I work on houses and I get dirty and paint. I'm not going to change clothes five times a day if I have to run to the store, right? So I'm constantly, I'm, I'm more of what, I mean, I don't know what we used to call it like a man's man. Like I like hunting and fishing. I don't have time for it anymore, but that's the kind of shit I used to do as a kid. I like shooting, you know, like beer, like girls, like, like I'm as guy as you can get. You know, uh, all the things like I, I'm standing next to a four, like I, I'm as man as you can get as heterosexual male as you can possibly be. You know, the wind blows and I'm sexually aroused. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm as male as you can be. And, 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 and you know, I find 14 year old jokes funny, all that stuff. Right. And the son that I have 100 percent opposite. Like, you know, and how, how do I process that? And I said, well. I have to process it within this teaching that I've been teaching for 10 years by the time I'd had my son, you know, and let him be and, and just teach him the same thing and come to grips with that. And, and, and through that process, you'd be shocked. The, the letters I've received, the DMs, the things of threatening and, and, you know, my God hates your son and, and, and I've lost customers and I've lost friends and even family members have pushed away. We've gotten death threats. All of that shit around a kid, those people are morally bankrupt and spiritually bankrupt in their heart, man. They're confessing Jesus and sending you hate. It's terrible. But not everyone, believe me, I get tons of compliments and, you know, uh, inspiration, you know, too. But, it, you know, the good comes with the bad. If you put yourself out there publicly, then guess what? Be prepared to get smacked. You know, I post YouTube videos, man. They're not that good. I'm practicing. I'm trying it. You should read some of the shit I get, like, you know, how awful it is and I don't need to edit and blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. Repetition is the mother of skill. I can just put it in and do it every day, do my grind and try to teach and help other people. That's all I can do, right? That's all I can do. You notice I don't interview people. Every fucking thing I drop is original content. I've posted thousands of, I just teach. Most people don't know what to say. There's tons of people with channels and vlogs and podcasts that you notice every time they interview someone. Why? Because they actually don't have anything to say. They don't have any content of their own. 
they don't, they don't have any life experience. How could they have any? See what I'm saying? They haven't done anything. They're not speaking to themselves. You know, shit that I talk about, I've been saying this stuff for 20 years in my own mind. <clears throat> my word is my business. And just as your word is also your business and my word is my prayer into my life, my words bless me as a way of life. This I know as a fact, not just an idea. Just as what you say into others also becomes a future promise unto yourself. What you speak into others, back to this idea, it's better to give than to receive. Which is precisely where you begin. Your name. And speak size and more self-image into other people. Because what you verbally allow into other people, you are adding right back into yourself. <clears throat> we do this by adding verbal size into others in order to make our supply and the universe take form around that which we say. In other words, what you hold in formless substance will manifest in the real world. Some of this I'm riffing from a book I wrote a while back. So if it sounds like I'm reading some of it, I am. Which is what words do. They put clothing on your intent from there. The universe wraps promising circumstances and delivers promising people into your path to give evidence to each word that you ever say. It's nature's own multiplication system of word. In other words, as you hold thought in formless substance, people and events will begin to appear in your life, which will make those thoughts become physical. They will begin to manifest in your life. When I didn't have two nickels to rub together, I still gave myself permission to rub words into other people. You don't need money or fancy $70,000 sports car to validate your own power. You are someone with authority given as a child of the universe to bless other people, which is exactly what speaking over other people does. It blesses people. To speak blessing over someone is your word used as the mighty promise of wealth and prosperity. Pressed from your tongue into other people's self-image. All of that to say that if I push this idea of investing, getting your money right from my book, you don't have to die broke, right? What, am I, what is the ultimate intent? I'm trying to bless you. I'm trying to bless the 20-year-old whose dad didn't tell him about money. Maybe he'll read my fucking book and not blow the next 20, 10 years. And, you know, and then when he's 40... He's sitting on $5 million and he's super generous. And my word that was spoken into the universe on a random fucking video generates karma for me down the road. So the butterfly flaps his wings and the tornado happens over here. That's how the universe is ordered. You can speak into storms. So my words could literally cause millions of dollars in wealth to be built down the road. It's powerful, man. Powerful. Powerful stuff. Now, the argument that most folks would offer us is this. What gives me the right to bless people? Who the fuck are you to tell other people how to invest? And I hear that voice in my head sometimes. Who says I'm allowed to speak increase in size into other people? I'm not the richest guy. I have a friend, I have a friend that's worth $16 million. That's his net worth. He has more invested in one stock than I, well, uh, in probably five stocks than I have altogether. He's way richer. The guy makes like 50 something thousand a month in dividends. Who am I to speak to that guy? 
Who am I to speak into the universe? But guess what? He ain't talking. Guess what? He's not speaking into the 20-year-old. He didn't write a book. He's not pushing his intent into the universe. He's not playing that game. And so if he's not going to speak, I can speak, right? See, I don't have a fucking funnel to take you down. I don't have a mentor group or mastermind. I'm not trying to extract $15,000 from you. I'm not saying I won't sell you stuff, but I'm going to give you more in use value than I ever asked for you in monetary value. You will fucking owe me. I don't owe you. That's what Gary Vee teaches. That's the leverage he talks about. He didn't invent that shit. It came out of the Bible. It's better to give than to receive. And if you do that, then you have the leverage. And if you have the leverage, you will prosper. You don't have to rip people off. In other words, by going around doing good, you can get rich. Pioneer doer. Some would argue this is kind of weird. I've heard this from family. Gerald, why would you record a video or do a podcast or write a book and just give it to people? Who are you to do this? Do you think you're some sort of guru or something? And I say, no. I'm just pushing my thoughts and my intent to the universe. And the people who are looking for me will find it. See, I'm only looking for people who are looking for me. If you watch it and don't like it, okay, bye. <laughs> if you watch it and like it, then I was looking for you. Like-minded people find each other. A thought held in formless substance will manifest in the real world. And so as you were holding these thoughts and came across mine, then read it and acknowledged it and agreed with it, guess what? Those two, that connection was made. We didn't need to know each other. Formless substance put this in process. It's how it works. It's how we come across each other. It's intent. See, at first, I kind of felt like an odd duck. Like, I'm not the richest. I don't have the most in stocks. I don't own the most real estate. I'm not a master at all these things. I've just done them. Kind of a master, I guess. But I'm not. There's people who've done it way better and way faster. and way, you know. But guess what? Most of those people, in my opinion, most of them want to extract something from you. They want to get something from you. And I wasn't wanting to do that. I was trying to figure out how could I give. Because most people simply don't believe that they can exercise the power that people like Jesus or Buddha or Muhammad did. Steve Jobs, Ben Franklin, Donald Trump. People thought that I was totally one can short of a six-pack because they could hear me speaking to storms, demanding sunny days, taking back lack and casting down debt, almost as if I thought I had some sort of God-given power. Who are you to stand up and tell people what to buy or to own or what debt they should have or what stocks they should invest in? Who are you to do that? You don't even have a fucking license. You're not a financial advisor. You're not a real estate agent. You're not an accountant. You're not a lawyer. Who are you? Preacher of prosperity. Preacher of prosperity. People argue for a lot of things. People argue to be a minority. They argue for the fact that they've been mistreated. They argue for the fact that they're a single mom or a single dad. They argue for the fact that they're handicapped. They argue, fight for it, give us our rights. And I'm saying you need to argue for prosperity. People argue politics and they will disagree on all sorts of things. So does that mean you can't use the same techniques as Jesus 
or Mohammed or Buddha or Steve Jobs or Ben Franklin or Donald Trump that just because maybe you don't read the Bible or you aren't some perfect Christian that you don't have or that you don't actually believe in that, that you need to be. I was just too dumb to judge. I was a dreamer. I was a believer. I, I actually believe that you could speak into storms, that you could speak things and cause a chain reaction. And then ultimately things would begin to manifest. And if I continue to hold that thought, continue to speak, things would begin to manifest in my life. I stopped judging. And so when that son came along, he was different than me. I didn't push my values off on him. I didn't say, hey, you need to like girls. I like girls. You have to like girls because my identity is tied up in you. What will my friends think? What will the guys that I served in war think? What will my buddies who I go hunting and fishing think? What will they think of me? That's such low-level functioning. That's such small-minded stuff, ain't it? Who gives a fuck what they think? Who cares what your mom thinks? Who cares? Yeah, we want them proud of us. But we don't, you know what I'm saying? It's low-level functioning. I wasn't church-oriented, and I hadn't been told by anyone from the church what I could do or say or think or if I could even borrow their scriptures. But I see wisdom when I see it. I actually began to call money to myself. I still do, simply because I assumed the consciousness of money, and I stood over it as I would stand over a dog and with a decree, as is through faith, and lose yourself into show up. And I began to say that stuff, these weird phrases and what you think about. Come, Yes, yes, yes. Whenever I open a video, not all of them, but a lot of them, you'll see me say, yes, yes, yes. What am I doing? I'm inviting money and prosperity into the room. Like, join me. This is a positive. Yes, yes, yes. See what I'm saying? I'm open. Let me see. I'm open. I'm open. I'm taking control over the room. I'm speaking over the room. I'm speaking prosperity. Speaking prosperity. Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the, you probably heard my dog in the background, or not welcome to, thanks for listening to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. Um, that speech that I was, or speech message that I was giving goes on and on, so we'll stop it right there and maybe pick it up um, where we left off as far as what, what people argue for. Um, look around on the internet and you see people arguing about the dumbest things, and I just decided to switch all that energy and all that arguing and argue for my own prosperity. I hope you'll do the same. God bless.